Welcome to the family with Packmaster Ralph Toby Basham, MD. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Zookeeper Catherine Brandt. Andy Brampernard. And our two other remote guests would be. Remote? Oh. Kristen Burt. <laughs> Zoo member Timmy Lammers. Tim Lammers as well. Okay, we seven and, folks on the air. And extra dogs today. And three dogs extra and seven dogs. people. Three dog night. This is May. May. Who makes monkey noises. So if you hear monkey noises, it's her. You it's go. not a monkey. You hear. <laughs> well, you all missed it on Friday's show. I actually had a bearded dragon with me on Friday. He? he did. Why? I can't. Uh, my son just had. He, he, actually, this thing crawls upstairs. Okay. <laughs> so it's like, hey, bring him aboard. So my son put him on my shoulder. I mean, this thing will sit stationary on your shoulder for a good hour or two, if you, as long as there's no reason is no, a bearded dragon the same thing as all the giant lizards that we have in southern Florida? Uh, I, I really, no. I would imagine. I mean, it's about uh, this long. I mean, the the body is about this so long. You have iguanas. There's Just other things. But the tail is much longer. But honestly, I didn't mention this, Tom, on Friday. The index finger, that's about how big a bearded dragon is when you get them. I mean, they're tiny. Oh, really? I didn't know tiny. that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, I mean, the first time we saw a picture, because you never see them in the pet store, uh, you, you you see other people who have them, and after a while, you know, you see a picture of one, it's like it's massive, as you could see. I mean, that thing was huge sitting on my shoulder. So, yeah, pretty cool. And And they don't bark or they don't make sounds like a monkey or anything like that. They're just... Boring. There, they're they, good podcast you know, yeah. Uh, pets yeah <laughs> yes exactly exactly <laughs> so what's going on today tom are you with us no, i'm with you right here i'm just waiting for you to get through the bearded dragon tail <laughs> oh no 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 that's it uh yeah i i have no way of accessing the bearded dragon now otherwise i'd Bring her in. Jules is her name. Jules. But, uh, I like Jules. I want to know how, how everybody feels about I mean, this shocked me last night to hear about Treat Williams. I That's know. Well, I did not hear about Treat Williams. Who is the Treat Williams? Yesterday. I have no idea. He was killed. Oh, uh, you. Well, Treat Williams is. Everwood? Did you watch Everwood, Alex? Uh, I watched the first season, I think. Hair he was in, Deep Rising. He was the father. He's in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I've never seen. I mean, he was just, the father just, that like moves to Colorado after his wife dies with his family. He played the dad in that. Okay. Yeah, if you Google Treat Williams, you will know him. I mean, oh, yeah, this you guy will. Definitely. Did over 100 some projects wow. and in tons of different movies. He, he was, was just always, he always seemed to have, an, I, I didn't see everything he did, but at least what I did, it was very affable characters he would play, very likable. And, um, you know, the sad part about it is it was oh, a motorcycle yeah. accident and somebody simply allegedly didn't see him oh, and God. he got hit by a car he was, and he passed away. How old they was he? did not start seeing 71. motorcycles. 71. Oh, that's well, terrible. You know, I, I think that is a shared responsibility. You know, if I was driving yeah. and riding a motorcycle, I would not get anywhere and near oh, a God, car. No. no. I, mean, oh. that, I mean, you have to assume no one sees you. So... On a motorcycle should be covered in like blinking Christmas lights at all times. <laughs> yeah. well, the thing is, is that yeah, they're yeah. LED, so, big, bright yeah. ones. Yeah, most of them are so loud; it's hard to not 
uh, now that we're them. transferring to electric everything, though, you never know. Can you imagine and how in dangerous an electric they can ride in between vehicles on I the know. freeway? It's yep. so yeah. alarming Horrible sometimes. Yeah. It's very. And they're not you probably remember this. Yeah. Like all of a sudden they'd come like from behind oh, yeah. you, and you have this noise, and it can be really startling as a driver too. Right in between but two cars. Sometimes when you don't hear them, I mean, it's scary. I, I've never come really close, but I mean, certainly there have been times where I haven't seen them. People always. It's very frightening when, you know, you get that close. I mean, it, yeah. Well, if they're in your blind spot, too. We were talking about this mm -hmm. in the morning show with even bicyclists, motorcyclists. It can, you can easily cut them off because sometimes they're mm -hmm. just riding in that one sweet spot where you can't see anything. And if you don't have the blind spot monitoring on your rearview mirrors, it's it can be a really scary accident. Yeah. Well, and that's what it was described as. He was cut off. Um, I don't know if the driver uh, told police uh, that or whatever, but oh. so it might have been one of those blind spot situations. Wow. And he was tweeting only two hours before he passed away. He had been showing these stunning photos of uh, his Vermont house and, and the fields and he was farming like he loved that property. He showed it all the time on social media. And just two hours later, he was gone. Wow, yeah, that's, that's where terrible. he was from, Vermont. So uh, I don't know. Did it mention again? Sometimes it doesn't matter. But was he wearing a helmet? Is anybody do they do you, anybody know that or uh, Vermont? It is required to wear a helmet. I don't oh. know if he was wearing one. Um, Fox fifty nine says he was severe. So it says he yeah. was okay. He was but no, yeah. most places don't even mention a helmet, so it's hard to say. Well, that's like in Minnesota, they're not required, but you're required to wear eye protection. Yeah, that makes so sense. Weird. Oh. Not helmet. I mean, I'm sure you don't have to wear a helmet. So, but I would assume just as an actor and knowing if you had any projects coming up, just knowing that you have to be really careful in terms of insurance and things like that, that you would wear a helmet. Yeah, I, yeah. the cynic in me says that I should, we should outlaw helmets on motorcycles. We should really? outlaw them because what happens then if you're in an accident, it kills the head, and then you get all the organs to transplant. Oh. And you can you can t you can get. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, 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 I think oh, well, I'm, I'm trying to save lives here. You <laughs> know, people don't well, want to wear the helmet, so I'll. Look. It's you like know, a reverse trolley problem. I'm an organ donor. Yeah, yeah I know. There's, well, there's cynical yeah, and yeah, the motorcycle. <laughs> so it protects your head, but oh I mean, God. the chances of your, your body undergoing severe trauma, I would imagine, are pretty high. Well, the other part of it, if you break from one of them with a helmet, you break your neck. Then you're then you're a ward of the state. Yep, you're paralyzed. You're paralyzed, and you're, you're going to support those yeah. people forever. So if we can get people off dialysis, I yeah, I know we should as a society we have to decide, make those decisions, those hard decisions. Well, if you uh, you know, I mean, out of all the people that we've known throughout our lives, Tom, you know somebody that was killed on a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. I know somebody yeah. that was paralyzed on a motorcycle. I know two people that have lost legs on oh, motorcycles. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and as far as car accidents, I know one person that got brain damage. Lots of people that were in car accidents, but one person mm -hmm. that ended up with brain damage. So mm -hmm. I don't know And that know was like an especially are. bad car accident. Like, was I think they got hit. Someone was going like 60 miles an hour T-boned, right? Yep. Yeah. That's like oh. a, almost as oh, bad as it God. gets. Yes. On a motorcycle, if, if they had been on a motorcycle, there would have been nothing left of them. Aw. May is visiting. May's over here. <laughs> I he's getting down. <laughs> I, can, I can tell you, growing up on a farm... Um, you know, we had ATVs, motorcycles, whatever, and three of my older siblings, four, all spilled a bike at one point. Obviously, 
Not too terrible of damage, but one brother lost a spleen as a result of his accident. Got road rash uh-huh. all the way up his side because of it. Um, you know, so I, the closest I came was a mini bike on the farm. And I even put that thing down. So I just don't like them. I don't. I mean, I, I just personal experience. And thankfully, all of my brothers and sisters were okay. But... <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, I would say the chances of something bad happening are pretty high. It's hard. You know? And that was, just, again, yeah. we're driving out in the country, not on a highway or whatever. So, you know, right. geez, it's, it's great hard to comprehend yeah. the seriousness of the injuries you get on a motorcycle. It, it, oh, people, I bet. People can't conceive of how no. bad they can be. I will never ride on a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. I told my kids that I'm going to make them sign a contract when they're each 15 that they will never ride on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Until after you're dead. Then they can do it. I guess. I guess the contract rider. is That's null and void nice, when I'm dead. You know, once you're dead, they can ride. You can do whatever, you whatever you want, want when I'm dead. That's what I told Dan. He wants to climb all these mountains and stuff. I'm like, when I'm dead, you can do whatever you please. Yeah, when you're 90 years Except old, Except men die go. before women usually. I know, and he's four especially and a half years climb, older than if, me, so especially it's not if they like climb mountains. Well, mm-hmm. or you can just that's say kind when, of the, one, when the children have jobs and are settled, then you can do whatever you want. Well, but you it's like. kind of one of those like no dating until after you're married kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, when I'm dead, you can do whatever you want because he's probably going to die. When you're on your own insurance plan. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well, now she's over here on my lap. And now she's, she's making, making the rounds. making the rounds. Ralph's Ralph's making the rounds. Yep. Nana's lap. Face. I will let her in to see Andy. I want to run somewhere. some things by you guys to see if you agree with these or not. Probably not. <laughs> well, we're going to find out. Okay, then. Um, a list of very true boomerisms. And the reason oh. I want to bring this up is because we have younger people in the, uh, in the room, and then we have some boomers in the room. We have no Gen Z representation. No we Gen Z, no. that's true. I, we got, every, we got oh. boomer, X, and millennial. We do. I don't think so. No silent. All right, you ready? Yes. Nana yes. And, and Alex have their own show going. What are you doing? <clears throat> she just yanked a scab off of me. I thought it was a tick. It wasn't a tick. I gave her a tick. scab off of her neck. <laughs> Jumped off of me. A tick. Jumped <laughs> off of me and went on to her. That's what happened. Ah, the Minnesota light. sores. <laughs> All right. Martha Stewart recently rampaged against remote work, and some people uh, look mm. at it. They took it as an old school boomer rant. Mm. Because they don't like remote work. Well, Martha Stewart's a sh- chef. How do you remotely cook? Is she a chef? <clears throat> Amongst oh, that's, where my style. that's where she started. Yeah. That was like oh, yes. many things. She's okay. a personality. She has an empire. That's she's, true. Now she's, she's God a, knows what. She's a crook. <laughs> oh, she's, she's the one that was a tax evader? She was in prison. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, Wasn't here that we go. What it was? It was tax evasion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so. I believe so. Yeah. Insider trading. No, no, no. It was for insider trading. Oh, insider. Oh, oh there you go. And she went to Camp Cupcake yeah, and knitted did. like a really fabulous cashmere sweater while she was in there. <laughs> Camp Cupcake. Oh my God. Isn't it amazing that none of our politicians ever get sent to prison for doing the exact same I thing? I know. And there's a she lot of speculation. The, yeah. The only exactly. reason why she, she went is because she was a woman. Men have That's been right. doing this forever. Mm, I don't oh, know if the data back to that. Up. Sorry, it's true. It All is right. true. So in any spade, case, spade. so not surprisingly, uh, that got people talking about boomerisms again, which are amusing even for a lot of boomers. Now, the two biggest boomers in the room would be Ralph and me, right? That's right. You are the biggest boomer. <laughs> are you a boomer still, Catherine? Or are you too I used to, be a to not be a boomer, and then they lowered. Or they, well, they lowered yeah, I think they made it to I, six. I just yeah. made the edge of the boom. I, and you're I in the edge of the boom. The tail end you're of in the silent generation, 
KB1? I guess. Si- no, she's silent as before boomers. I thought Wait. it was, what's in between Gen X and boomers? Because there is a generation in between there, too. No, there isn't. Yeah, there actually <laughs> there is. is. Actually. They oh, there actually is. Why, oh, there's a I new think, one as of time. last week? Yeah. Probably. Let's see. I was like, there actually is. I don't know what it's called, though. What is nope. the cutoff for boomers? 65. Okay, yeah, I was in 64. So, so. you are technically a boomer. Yeah, uh, December twenty fifth. You're a late boomer. You're a late boomer. You're a Christmas no baby. Yeah, yeah, I, I made it in. Merry Christmas. You're a boomer. We know so Lucky many you. people who were born the week of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, and we do. Half is, of them are related to Melissa. It's weird. Um, well, I should mention, by the way, you've got a, a few boomers on the show right now. Got a people, a couple of people in Gen uh, X, and then we have uh, Kristen. You're what now? Thirteen. I am thirteen. 13 no, I'm years X. Old. <laughs> she goes, no, I'm X. I'm X. <laughs> You're the one X. <laughs> okay, okay. So the younger people, so so basically, Tim and Ralph and I cannot vote because okay. we're boomers, right? Uh, so Catherine, I can vote. So everybody can well, vote, but but I Ralph and Tim and me. Why can't you vote? You're a boomer. Mom's a boomer. I'm a boomer. Oh, yeah. are you? Technically, yeah. Oh, so yeah. you can't vote then either. Yeah. No. Okay. Are these boomerisms? Uh, not surprisingly, people got together about boomerisms again, which are amusing, even for a lot of boomers. Here are a few of them. Boomers love calling salads rabbit food. Dad? You kind of do yes. that, yeah. I do call them rabbit food. Dad, that's person part of the almond of, mom sort of generation. Almond mom. Almond All mom? the diet food and stuff. They yeah, they call them almonds? almond moms instead of, like, yeah. I don't know, eating disorder moms. But, yeah. yeah. No, this next one instead I don't agree, I don't agree with. Those eating Boomers hate the plastic bag ban. There's I'd say you love a plastic bag. You love plastic bags. I do not. You don't bring in the reusable bags. I I get one. I do have a ton of them downstairs in that drawer now. Sure, you have a lot, them, yeah. but you don't oh, use them. Reusable bags. We oh. have them and we never use them because we forget every time. I use them every them. week. We get to the grocery store and like we forgot the bags again. And Here's they- the life hack: you take all your groceries out of them and then you put them immediately back in your car. And then you forget them in the car. No, but then you I have a whole bunch of rotating store. ones in the house, like, in the trunk, yeah. in the house, yeah. in the trunk. Yeah. That's why it you works. have to have a million yeah. of them. You got to have a system. They're dirty. Yeah. They are. You have to wash them. People don't wash them. I wash them. They're filthy. I don't wash them. I wash mine. Oh, people bring them into the store. I go, oh, 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 oh just terrible. I remember mine are nice and clean. I remember during COVID, I was like, why can't we use our ba- our reusable bags? And the, the person that was ringing me up says, well, because sometimes we find band aids in them. Ah, and Jesus. I'm like, oh, well, that's a good there reason go. to yep, not. Well, that's gross. Yeah. It's the... the raw meat juice, too. That yeah, that's Chicken juice or. I don't buy oh. meat. Yeah. It's turning into a very disgusting kind of I don't buy meat. Why Mine go right into the laundry. That's how I recreate yeah. the cycle of like yep. you have the to car wash in the house. Mine is just produce and packaged foods. Yeah, but decaying plant matter also not. But good I don't for you. leave my produce in them. But the I produce has been in them already, and you get the salmonella and the yeah. salmonella and shigella and whatever else well, is on them. They're in there for like thirty minutes. Bruised peach well, and then juice. I take there them out. Contam- <laughs> it's contaminated. Well, <laughs> somehow we just wash them. Still wash them, everyone. Yeah. Uh, there are a bunch of these, Andy. We're probably going to have to be on until like four this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So Ralph and Dad are in the... They've obviously hit a sore spot. Every one of them. <laughs> they hate reasonable. Boomers love to sit motionless in front of football games for six hours. No. No. No Motionless, Dad, no. Dad, you like to sit motionless in front of the television. No, I not do not. Not for six hours. Not for six hours. 
If um, I'm in front of a television in front of a football game, I'm generally throwing around. things and swearing mm -hmm. because I'm watching the the winning Vikings. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I would say boomers, though, are the ones who are holding up broadcast network at this point. Absolutely. Like yeah, they, oh, God, yes. That oh, is yeah. true. Yep, that 100%. Is true. Huh. Yep. Okay, this next one, I, would, I, I agree with this one. Boomers hate it when you rely on GPS. I do hate that. You do, but I it's don't. But the objectively best way to go. Yeah, but I know where everything is already, so I don't need it. I have to I don't use, remember anymore. I use GPS. I have to use GPS to get to the Costco and Eden Prairie each and every time. Because, because of that winding Eden Prairie road. Eden Prairie is impossible to well, navigate. And, and the way, can't do it. And That's the way true. that you get to Costco to, from your house, you can't get back. You can't backtrack the same way. <laughs> I know. It's it does, the road doesn't exist. I, I don't know. Or the exit doesn't exist going In Eden the opposite Prairie, direction. you take rights to go left. I'm just saying. That's just what it does. It's confusing. I figured I, it out. I'm becoming more of a boomer as the list gets longer. Yeah, okay. you are I'm definitely pretty getting heavily. I would say you're heavy boomer. <laughs> Why do boomers hate it when people sit on tables? Because I don't want your ass juice all over Ooh, the table. Yeah, How about that? Sit on Just like the bag. It's like the bag. It's Same story. Same. It's unsanitary. Well, I don't want your ass How often do you run into table? people sitting on tables? I don't. Yeah. I don't either. I don't, I, don't know. I feel like that's not that common. Picnic tables. I feel like that's I a thing. See. Yeah. Picnic tables, the seat is like, or the table is waist height, so it's like, yeah. it's a better chair than a chair. Yeah. They should make them taller. There you go. How mm -hmm. about uh, boomers love pointing out the holes in your jeans? Yes. Yes, they do. I don't point them out. I just think you're an idiot for wearing <laughs> when holes I, in your jeans. When I used to wear <laughs> jeans with holes in them when I was a youth. Um, when I was a youth. So many times. Oh, your holes, you've got holes in your jeans. Did you know about that? From strangers. No, I had I'm no like, idea. I'd be like, no, I had no idea. Thanks for telling me. I just me. thought my knees were naturally cold. Yeah, I don't know. And now ripped jeans are back in, so okay. I'm sure. Well, that's what I don't get. I mean, if you if your jeans get holes, fine. But buying them that way? I know. I, I've it's never spoken done. like a boomer. <laughs> spoken yeah. like a boomer, <laughs> Jimmy. Like a boomer. Yeah, there you go. Um, boomers love saying, if I sit down, I might not get back up. I've never heard anybody say that. I feel like that's, that's older. That's like an old, old, yeah. old thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of that commercial about falling and not getting back up. Yeah. Well, the oldest is that? boomers are, let's see, 68, no, 77. No. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if you're 77, that you can be at a point where, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You'll be sitting down forever. There is <laughs> There are some 77-year-olds. Just a few years no, older than I am. That's great. But here's the thing about your 70s. You can either be 1,000 mm -hmm. at 70 or 50 at 70. Yeah. Yeah. It it's all up depends to you. on how you treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you. Or you can be you can be a thousand at fifty. You can, you can be yes. a thousand at fifty. Well, mom's yeah. parents, they were power walking until they were what, ninety? Mm, Almost ninety. Late eighties they started yeah. slowing down. And that's because they good. moved to and ninety was in a was a big screech. Yeah. <laughs> Once you hit 90, <laughs> it's usually not great. Yeah. Although there are people who are 110 and they're uh, still living independently. Yeah. Yep. Dan's grandma lived to be almost 103 and she was still riding an exercise bike every day. I know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. For her. Yeah. yeah. And she stole it. You should point that out. Probably. <laughs> she carried it home. She was carried it home. <laughs> yeah. She was the size of May. So she's. Wow. <laughs> Boomers hate paying their bills online. Yes. That's probably true. Yeah, that is probably that would true. be you. Yeah, <laughs> heavy boomers, me. not heavy boomers. I still rely on the U.S. Post, the yeah. postal service. Oh, you're writing out checks. He oh, does. Oh, yeah. He drives me insane. Oh my gosh, no, 
there is now, no talk to a lot of Gen Z people. They won't know how to write a check at all. And in fact, mm. most of them are not even carrying their credit card with them anymore. They're right. just using Apple yeah. Pay. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So to the point that millennials look ancient carrying any type of like debit card or credit card in their wallet. I paid for my groceries in cash yesterday and it was almost yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> You know what is the worst? The person that writes a check oh, out at the yep. grocery store. Do they yeah. allow that? Most yeah, I don't do it anymore. Oh, well, yeah, most don't. Most I don't. don't. They, do, it, they do in California at Ralph's, they do, and it is painful it to be behind that 80-year-old person writing out the check. Yeah. Quarters. Who, who's been lonely and still and wants to talk yep. at the same time and yeah. chit-chat. Yes. Yes. So it's just... Signing it out. Yeah, write it out. Oops, I wrote the wrong number. I'll have to write another one. Anyway, my grandson went into the Army the other day. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly right. A lot of that. A lot of factors going to writing that check and mm-hmm. chatting with the co- yeah, yeah you're oh, right. And then it entering it into the ledger that has to happen before mm, they walk away from the counter. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they're, <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're doing their in-person social media with the person across the counter. Yep. And yeah. I am literally doing breathing exercises. To try not to be, I know. Try not to be PO'd. Or the yep. coupon people. <laughs> like you're gonna beat up the old person, Kristen. Come on. You don't need to. Do no, I'm just like, I got to go. It's why I do self-checkout 99.9% of the time. The yeah. only time I can't do self-checkout is if you buy alcohol in California. So That's weird. I never go to self-checkout, ever. Well, you like schmoozing I go 100% people. of the time if I can. That's so I can weird. That I... Well, now we see why, Tom, because that's your social that's your media. You sure is, talk yeah. to the it is my social media. I don't media. want to talk to anyone. <clears throat> I will yeah. say, I went, get in, get out. I, well, I, I went, talk all day. I talk to you every morning. Oh, so that's the <laughs> bad part. Get out. The real and then I talk for my job. Me. But also, it, it's the same way. Like, I prefer even, like, any of my, like, beauty services that I go to, I prefer that they have online booking instead of me having to call and talk to people. I don't want to talk on the phone. No. Nobody does anymore. Everybody just texts back and forth. Nobody talks on the phone anymore. Yeah. I don't get it. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there, in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Okay, boomers hate being called boomers. Uh, boomers love to share fake, controversial posts that say, I bet you won't oh, share this. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't think you about You guys love fake news. It's, what are you they love Facebook about? and oh. sharing things on you Facebook. You guys love it. If you read it on Twitter, it is Bible truth. Who? Tell everybody boomers? this is what's happening. Yes. Well, See, I, mean, I don't go on social media. Yes. every generation, though. It just, no, but it, I feel there's like... There's a difference between the kind of fake news that each generation shares. I feel shares. like millennials are... Some, not all, of course, are good at it let me fact check this let me take a second and see if this is true yeah, at least the that. ones i'm around may i don't know okay maybe. millennials will say they'll share like fake statistics and infographics and stuff that's true it'll be like uh you know i remember this one going around it was um a map of canada and the u.s and covid cases yeah. And the U.S. Mm. had, like, billions of dots all over the place. Right. And Canada had, I think, like, six. And if you think about it for a little bit, it would be obvious what's going on. Uh, Canada, each dot represented one province, whereas in <laughs> America, each dot represented one city. Right. People right. thought there were six cities in the entirety of Canada oh. that had COVID cases and everywhere else had nothing. I know, and that's what they think. these cities were all in the exact center of the province. Oh. Even though, like, 95% of Canadians live within, I think, 20 miles of the U.S. border. Yep. It's some crazy amount. It um, is. But that's the it kind is. of thing that millennials will share, whereas boomers will share a picture of Sam Elliott that says, like, you know, they want to make bald eagles illegal, but you won't share this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. yes, they do. That, that's the kind of thing that boomers would With do. no context and no... Yeah, there's no way the to look it up and even. making everyone go there, and then they believe it, and then they, in conversation, they're like, did you hear? And you're like, it's mm -hmm. not true. That's no. not true. Uh, boomers love to knock on locked bathroom doors. I've yeah. never done that in my life. Well, I mean, no, how do you know locked, if it's, it's locked? Exactly. You turn the handle, and if it's locked, I walk away. Mm -hmm. I mean, that happens right. in the women's room a lot, I feel like. Yeah. Like, people will know, they'll yeah. turn the handle, realize it's locked, and then knock afterwards? Why would you do that? I that only knock if it's been a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you alive? Move it, it's more I'll just walk a... into the men's room. I don't. I, yeah, I, don't care. I did that the other day, and this guy was waiting, <laughs> and I came out, he's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, sorry. If, I, if it's just a one stall thing, I'll use the men's room when for sure. Yeah. I'm like, at that point, it just needs to be an all gender. It just needs to be a restroom. Exactly. You know? Like, what does it matter? When you, when, you, when you have to go, you question. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you question. It it, you, you go into the other bathroom. Well, who cares? And, and the thing about Europe, in Europe, a lot of the bathrooms are just co-ed. So that you wash your hands together, but all the stalls are lockable. It doesn't make any sense. Who cares? Make, yeah. Yeah. In Who cares? college, a lot of the restrooms are co-ed. <clears throat> oh, really? It's not that in big your a house, deal. In your house, the restrooms are co-ed. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. See? Yeah. A fair point. Next one. See, this is something I would do, definitely. Boomers love texting you to tell you your voicemail is full. 
Yeah. See, I or that I that. called you. Mom will call me and then text message me and say, call me. <laughs> and I'm like, I saw that you called me. I'll call you. Yeah, but you well, never answer your phone. I don't know if you see it. I, we well, finally trained my mom not to leave a voicemail. I'm like, I don't listen to it. It's not worth it. Just yeah. like... I'll yeah, call you back. Either text me or just call and then hang up and I'll know to call you back. The yeah. purpose of voicemail is to know that the unknown number you just got wasn't a spam call. Yes. That's about it. Yeah. Yep. Because if it's sure. important, they'll leave a voicemail. Mm, Otherwise, they just assume it's spam. Right. Okay, just a few more to go. Boomers hate millennials. That's not true in the least. No. Boomers hate millennials until they're locked out of their iPad and can't play Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now everyone's looking at Gen Z over that one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, boomers hate participation trophies, but love yes. world's greatest dad mugs. I don't have a world's great. You guys never gave me a world's either. greatest dad mug. Because you don't Certainly drink coffee. The world's greatest dad. Yeah, you don't drink well, coffee. Well, he doesn't drink coffee. So yeah, we've, no, I would never yeah, buy him. Yeah, we just sit in yeah. the cabinet. No, yeah. I'd be drinking out of the <laughs> world's greatest dad. World's greatest, world's greatest dad. dad. Yeah. The final three, boomers love licking their finger before turning a page. I've never Ooh, seen anyone yes. do that. That's, that's an older person thing. So. Yeah, that's older. I've never I'd say done older. That. I wonder post-COVID if anyone does that. I feel like hopefully people got over that. Well, when I think of someone licking their finger before turning a page, I'm thinking of a wizard. <laughs> like, paging I think, through a tome of magic I, spells, that's the sort I of think of my that. fifth grade teacher, because she did, Mrs. Aberly. She did that all the time. Was she old? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Back then. And I do it sometimes when I'm reading to my kids and well, like the pages are sticking. To. Like magazines. But you're home. Yeah, magazines. Yeah. You got to do it. But yeah, not. Not in a public book or a library no. book? No. 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 Okay, this one I would agree with, except I do like avata- avocado toast, though. They say we don't like avocado toast. I actually do like that. I worship I avocado it. toast. No, the, the, the boomer thing is saying that because millennials buy avocado toast, that's why they can't afford to buy a home. Mm-hmm. Well, what? you know, it's it's kind of true when an avocado toast is 18 to 22 dollars <laughs> and it might Which cost. An, oh, you shouldn't of... be buying that. Avoc- you should just be making the avocado toast yeah. at home. But um, like you're yeah. making avocado toast every morning for breakfast is not the reason why you can't afford a home. No. no. But if you're buying it out at a restaurant, it might be. I will say baby bells. That could be why. Yesterday when we were at Whole Foods, I was like, oh, I'm going to grab a thing of baby bells, the little individually wrapped cheeses. Ten dollars. What? For a pack of them. Mm. How many in a pack? Dollar. Uh, eight to ten. You need to go to Costco. Mm. You get four hundred for three dollars. I was like, <laughs> what? I didn't buy them because I just I grabbed it and then I was like, nine ninety nine. Absolutely not. I know. I bought cashew butter and it was cashew butter is for a tiny cashew little butter jar. is extremely expensive. Yeah. yeah, but cashew butter is like ten thousand calories a teaspoon, so you don't need too much. So and cashews so are really expensive. Yeah, I buy my cashews at Costco. Uh, the final two, boomers hate avocado toast, pumpkin spice, and kombucha. Yeah. I do I hate just, kombucha. I think it's vile. I, the, oh, you delicious. guys just don't like the, Ugh. like, trendy food stuffs. Like, I don't they don't understand taking photos of your or, food. Or, or, yeah. or, should, or should we look at it at that? I've done that. The, the, your generation is duped into the uh, trendy food stuff. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> My mom and her boyfriend went to Italy for a month and they kept on sending me sunset photos, which it's gorgeous, but it just looks like one sunset after another. Yeah. And I was like, stop it. Just send me the food photos. And they were like, why are we taking photos of our food? And they would give me like half empty plates. I'm like, no, no, no. When it arrives, take a photo of the full plate so I can see the Here's pasta and the pizza. And the what, what, what would have been the meme food of the boomer generation? 
And what were the, the like what were the everyone Alaska. was eating? Baked Alaska. <laughs> oh, baked Alaska, Baked definitely. Alaska, definitely. Mesquite, yeah. mesquite. No, mesquite's still a thing. Oh, it was a huge thing, But it's though. not a big thing. It's not thing. as much. It was no, huge. I, no. If you oh, smoke your own food. salad. Oh, no. A what? Well, it maybe in some families. A jello mold salad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. That was, like that was, I never did that. That might have actually even been an older than that kind of thing. That's like a. It was definitely a 50s thing. Yeah. yeah. It might have been the silent generation that would mm-hmm. be making them for their kids. So. Yeah. Jello mold salad with cabbage in it. There. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What? 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 For a mold um, salad with cabbage in it, shredded cabbage in the jello and yeah. your lime salad. What's wrong with you? I've never have had you, that. Go online know, and take a look aesthetic? at some of the old jello mold salads. Yeah. They have yeah. vegetables in them oh, and yeah. they've got mayonnaise in them. Oh, it's just oh. Well, that's not jello. That's specifically aspic, which is. Oh, that's an aspic. That's yeah. a greatest generation thing. They put everything in aspic, which yeah. is basically, it's just unflavored gelatin. Oh. Which there's a whole. And Julie Child's No, there's flavored Jello and and mayo. That would be just sounds really nasty. nasty. Trust me, it's mm. out there. There are the old ads and recipes. You'll see them. It's disgusting. Well, <laughs> I mean, back then, if you grew up in like the Dust Bowl, you're like, how can I pack the as many calories? <laughs> the Dust Bowl. Or pack as many I calories into something as I possible. I hate mayo. <laughs> I do too. I hate mayonnaise. I used to really. I can't hate even look it. at it. It's okayish on certain sandwiches. A BLT. Yeah, you have to have it on a BLT. Just, yeah, to, just, just a small little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or else it's just, dry. Yeah, too just dry. to keep the toast from being too dry. Yeah. Okay, the last boomer, and then we got five top, uh, the top five Gen Z isms. Now, who, how, who is a Gen Z? Uh, that would be after us. Yeah. So like, it's I think it's ninety five or ninety eight. Let's see. No. Gen Z. So it'd be in your mid twenties. Uh, late 90s, early 2010s. Yeah, it's like 98. Depending on where you look, it's 98, 2002 is the birth year. Well, God bless them because they put a stop to everything being skin tight, skinny jeans. That's so, true. That's true. That's true. I, okay. And I'm around a decent amount of Gen Zs, so I, I can lit, say fam. I can confirm or deny maybe. <laughs> All right. Boomers love calling a signature what? Because I'm going to do this from now on. John Hancock. John you Hancock. got it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Boomers yeah. love calling a signature a John Hancock, Timmy. I want to call it a scrimshaw from the <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I never have personally, but yes, it makes complete sense to me. Ready? Again, I'm on the edge here. I'm almost uh, an X, Gen X, but uh, yeah. But now kids don't even learn cursive, so how do they sign their names? I sign mine block. Or not yeah. block, but uh, print or print. whatever. I mean, it's yeah, electronic most there. of the time. Like when I sign contracts, they're always electronic these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this. The top five Gen Z-isms, and there are 11 of them. Huh. The top <laughs> five. <laughs> oh, well, there's subsets of one another. Sure. Subsets. <laughs> Number one, sure. acronyms, and then there's three yes, of them. Exactly. It's like that. Okay, so we don't have any Gen Zers in the room, so we got to get uh, no. the reports and from you guys. Do you want me to go find Our one? Kids are all alpha. Our kids are alpha. Oh, yeah. They're alpha? Okay. Oh. I don't think Fawn is Gen Z. No, she's alpha. Just like barely. She's on the cusp, right? Well, let's no. see. Gen Z is... Yeah, when did Alpha start? Alpha started, I think, 2015, 14? It says early 2010s it started, so oh, okay. I don't know, maybe. Or when's it, it depends end? on who you ask. This says Gen Z ended 2012, so she wouldn't be. Yeah, because she's So the youngest Gen Zers are 11 right now. Okay. Who makes these determinations where things yeah. begin? Right. No who does do that? They You're right. do. The Council they. of... Specialisms. Okay, here we go. I'm going to run by these quickly. I'm not going to take them one at a time because they're just ridiculous. (laughs) Gen Z hates eye contact. 
Gen Z loves paying strangers to deliver their food from McDonald's. I believe that's all true. I will say the the eye contact thing, not necessarily true. I was just, we had a Gen Z babysitter, watch our kids. We got home at midnight. I drove her home. We sat talking in my car until 1 a.m. and she was looking directly at me the whole time. Really? That's and weird. I was, I was, I'm a little weird about eye contact. Me too. I'll, An introvert like, thing, I'll talk I think. to the wall if somebody's looking at me and we're having like a conversation. I just don't even think about it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I should probably look at the person I'm talking to. It's not like it's an intentional avoiding eye contact thing. I make thing. an effort to, to, to look at people's eyes because my, my inclination is to not yeah. do it. Yeah. But I know I that, have to think about it. Yeah. For personal relationships, it's important to try. This yeah. one's a little severe. Gen Z thinks TikTok challenges are worth disfigurement. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we had jackass in our generation. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, every that's generation true. has something of that. You guys had evil Knievel, you know, people trying to be evil yeah. Knievel. Yeah. Every, every generation of teenagers is dumb. Yes. Yeah. Gen Z loves to ride e-scooters in traffic. Yes. Um, Gen Z hates capitalism and loves to buy T-shirts that say so. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. That's my favorite one so far. Gen Z loves to get a lone tattoo on their forearm. Yeah, tattooing has made a huge comeback. A lone tattoo? Just one 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 tattoo? Tattooing is very popular. I think it's very mainstream. Yeah. 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 Uh, Gen Z thinks God is a woman and her name is Taylor Swift. <laughs> they went way over the top on that That's one. kind of like... Well, no, I, but I would say it's the cult of Taylor Swift. I mean, yeah. that is true. That is true. There is a cult. You're absolutely it's right. More yeah, like after, after we're though. done with this, I have, to, I have a big question to ask about Taylor Swift, the, the popularity of okay. her. Well, yeah. I, Tim, you have Gen Z kids. Oh, yeah, you probably I should know do. these things. I do, and they're both working right now. So, you should know yeah, these I things, can, though. You can't bring them into the convo. You're but, in the uh, mix, yeah. though. You should know. Yeah, yeah definitely. Unbelievable. Uh, Gen Z loves to teach college professors what they should know about life. Well, I mean, college <laughs> professors are pretty bad now. Gen Z hates capitalization. That is yes, true. That, they do. That true. post-ironic Twitter thing that they do where they yeah. won't capitalize anything. Because yep. they're like trying text. so hard mm-hmm. to let you know that they don't care about anything. And punctuation. Oh, really? No yeah. punctuation in texting at all. the way on that. And yeah. tweeting. All yeah. the social media stuff. Well, but that's the thing. It's like when I'm typing on my phone, if I want to not capitalize something, I have to go out of my way. Because it's basically got built-in yeah. everything check. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if you type an I, it's going to capitalize it. Yes. You have to type it and then, like, go back, delete it, and then unshift, then hit I. Well, maybe there's so a new it's, keyboard. That it's actually do more that. effort to make yourself look apathetic than yeah. it is to just type normal. Doesn't, and that's how it usually is. It's very ironic. <laughs> oh, that's like I watched this makeup tutorial last night of natural makeup, and this woman puts 30 to 35 mm-hmm. different products on her face. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. That's a lot of work to look natural. Yeah. <laughs> the contouring, the concealer, the highlighter, then oh, the foundation, gosh. then the blush. The, that's the thing is she wants to yeah. look like someone else looking natural. She doesn't want to look I like get, herself. Yeah, I don't know. I I, it's very confusing to me. I suppose it is. Gen Z thinks it's dumb to use cash and smart to use pretend computer money. No. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. What mm-hmm. is pretend computer money? What's that? It's Apple Pay. Apple Pay. I mean, it's oh, not that's, for money. Oh, that is Apple Apple Pay. Cash yeah. it's not. They don't use Venmo. They use Cash App now. Yeah. No, oh, okay. I asked the babysitter. I was like, oh, do you have a Venmo? She's like, no, maybe my mom does, though. I was like, okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Cool. 
<laughs> I remember I remember people thinking I was cool because I had a Venmo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back then. Back then. Oh, it's eight years it's ago. Cash App or Zelle. But I will tell you, they're telling everyone now, don't leave money in your Cash App and Venmo because mm-hmm. it's not protected. Exactly. Oh, really? And don't it's you get hacked into yeah. yeah, it's not FDIC yeah. insured. No, it is not. It is not. Wow. Uh, no. And this brings us back to why Tommy writes checks still. That's and exactly like right. Bills online. I mean, I don't. and I'm leery about it too. Every time I set up some sort of account online that's connected to my checking. So yeah, yeah, yep. I get it. It's true. And finally, these are the most hideous things I've ever seen in my entire life, but they're very popular. Gen Z likes tennis shoes with four-inch soles. They absolutely mm-hmm. do. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I have platform uh, sneakers. What are you like, six short. five? I know, but they wear, but they wear them with skirts. They wear them all summer. They don't wear. It's just platform. You wear them with, we do that in LA. Just any generation, to be honest. Suits you wear with like really cute sneakers, dresses. They go to prom with their sneakers on. It's yeah. great. And and it becomes a source of controversy because I was reading uh, just in the last couple of days about how Jennifer Lawrence wore sneakers on a red carpet and people are all upset about it. She Why? wore flip flops underneath a yeah, Cannes Film Festival, which has a very specific uh-huh. women have to wear high heels wardrobe situation. But mm-hmm. if you go to the Oscars and women have on long gowns, a lot of times they have flip flops, sneakers, flats mm-hmm. underneath. Because you just can't do 16 hours in five and a half inch heels. No. Yeah. It's impossible. No. Yeah. It's not good for your health anyway. So I'm, I'm all for comfortable footwear. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Women it are is. doing it on their wedding day. Yeah. Like, do you? Yeah. That's what yeah. I think. Forget yeah. suffering for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Until the men are going to all be wearing high heels the same time we are. Forget yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, men's dress shoes aren't exactly comfortable either. It's basically like a it, solid brick of epoxy that you worse put on your a, foot. Nothing's worse than a woman's dress shoe. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree with that they're very tight i don't well still they smash that. your foot into this little because you're in a heel pointy toe thing yeah. and then you don't have any arch support so everything's just smashed on there it's just horrible and then all the weight is on one part of your foot yeah. instead of the oh. full foot like it should be yep. or on your heel the way birkenstocks do Mm. They put all your weight on your heel. Yeah, that's uh, that's the whole point. <laughs> oh, Alex, sure they are. Birkenstock. Yeah, Alex I'll, I'll would t- live in Birkenstocks. You, you, I do you, live in <laughs> Because they're so comfortable? Yeah, they're fantastic. Oh, good. I love them so much. <laughs> I wear sandals everywhere Boomer if I can. Boomer versus. Yeah, but you don't, <laughs> do, you both you don't wear Birkenstocks. Hey, I hiked in my Tevas yesterday. There so. you go. <laughs> there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. So Timmy and Kristen are here. Yes. We've got to talk. We have to talk a little Hollywood, I would think. We only got about 20 minutes left, so we've got to get a little yeah. Hollywood in there. Well, Tim has the Taylor Swift question. Yeah, ah, the, the, the Taylor right. Swift, why are yes. people paying thousands of dollars to see her in concert? I don't get it why either. Why is that? Well, I, she hasn't gone on tour in a while, and that got pushed back, of course, because of the pandemic. And she's just known for putting on very epic shows 
the the set rotates. You don't know what secret songs you're going to get or surprise songs. Mm-hmm. And she's also the one nice thing about Taylor, and it's a little bit culty, but um, I think she's built up a really nice community. People are trading friendship bracelets, and you can take honestly, you can take your six year old daughter to see it, and you can be. 50 years old and see it and everyone's going to enjoy it. She kind of spans generations, which I think is very sweet. And that's, there's not mm-hmm. many shows you could probably take, you know, a five-year-old to. But yeah. is it worth thousands of dollars for, for tickets? No, if that is your, I mean, for me, I don't love concerts. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's not where I would spend my money, but if it was I like agree. a Broadway show that I knew was a mm-hmm. once in a lifetime with a performer, I'd spend the money. It just is where you want to spend your money, I guess. Yeah. A friend of mine uh, asked me if I wanted to go see Beyonce, and she and wanted to get a suite. Say Beyonce, that's a boomer thing. Five hundred bucks a ticket. I'm like, mm, I don't think. Let's well, so. for a suite though. I don't know how much just a regular seat. And you'll Beyonce. get food in the suite, right? You'll get food and drink I in the suite. Don't. Yeah, not always. You can. I was like, uh, that's usually it's a VIP, more. It's usually an drink. extra. Oh, it but, is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, you ours. know what though? There are. Tickets that go on sales that are not suites, for example. Now, it could be that it's a secondary market thing because you can have that on Ticketmaster, right? I mean, I don't go to concerts either. It's just my hearing is shot, so I don't go. But I did check out uh, Billy Joel and um, uh, who's he touring with? Uh, Stevie Nicks. Oh. Um, <clears throat> and in within the first 10 rows, it's, you're talking about 475 bucks a ticket. That's worth it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, Billy Joel has, I think, a year left on his Madison Square Garden run. Mm-hmm. He does it once a month. That might be worth something to some people to spend a lot of money mm-hmm. just to, to see him before he retires. Well, I, things like that. I mean, yeah. I just, I think it just, where, how things measure. I mean, for me, I wouldn't spend that much on Taylor, but I understand when people do. It's yeah. comparable well, to sporting events, which are just entertainment. It's it, it's the same. Yeah. It's, it's comparable. Uh, uh, center ice seats for the last uh, Stanley Cup game, one of the thirty thousand dollars hacked. Yeah. The, the you know resale seats are like you know in the tens to thirty. I a quote I heard was thirty thousand dollars for some of the seats. At center ice. What? So yeah, for the, the Stanley Cup. So oh, yeah, yeah. So what? Cup. Yeah, what? No. Yeah, so entertainment. Entertainment's expensive. It's well, expensive. yeah. I mean, it's just. I don't know. I think the secondary market thing. I mean, giving uh, places like I don't. I won't name them, but the ability to legally scalp tickets. I mean, that's just ruined the experience as far as I'm right, concerned. Right, right. I'm going to sound like a boomer now, but back in the day when we used to camp out to get paper tickets, I camped out for Billy Joel. Friend and I got front row for 20 bucks. Linda oh, Ron said front row, 20, 25 bucks. I, I mean, and... I saw, him, I saw him when he was a warm taking up, that up Congress has it's the it's named after Taylor Swift and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Um, and they're trying to tackle the whole Ticketmaster situation and, and rectify that. Well, I hope so. I, I really do. And and again, my kids aren't interested either. It would never pay that amount of money. But I, I just don't I don't understand the fascination. I can't even think that. I, I don't know. Is there anybody that you would pay two thousand dollars a ticket or three thousand for? I, no, I just can't imagine nobody. that for a two-hour experience. You well, know, it just doesn't make sense to me. If they're scalping tickets for that much, and we have a market for that, why don't they just increase the price of the tickets? That is, yeah, that's a good point. If people are buying these tickets, then clearly that's well, clearly what their value a dem- is. Clear, that's scarcity. The, yeah, there, there, there's yeah. a demand. demand. No, there's a demand, 
and you have a limited mm-hmm. supply, this is micro trivial economics. Yes. Increase the price to match the demand. Because if people well, are- and you know that's why Garth Brooks was so popular. I mean, because he kept those ticket prices low, and that's the reason you had nine shows in Minneapolis when he came here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I, yeah, you're right, Ralph. I mean. Springsteen could say, geez, you know, I could be making a lot more if I just increase the ticket prices as long as they're going to pay them. Mm-hmm. But I think it's optics, too. They don't want to look like money grabbers who are yeah. like, oh, I want to charge 10000 a ticket. Yeah, the blue collar rep guy, you know, Bruce Springsteen charging. And that, and that actually became a thing where people are upset. It's like, Mr. Blue Collar, you're paying $500 mm-hmm. on the, the, the initially. Not on the secondary market, but tickets outright were five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Well, people the, were upset about they that. They pay that so. much for football. That's true. Yeah. Well, I just like, watch. But the difference is there, though. We can watch it on TV. <laughs> you know, huh. so I can't imagine paying that. I think you a know? lot of people are starting to live stream some of their concerts too, just to give mm-hmm. everyone the opportunity. And I think we will see more of that, to be honest, and or even see them on streaming services. We saw that Elton John concert on Disney Plus. I think that'll mm-hmm. happen more often too. Well, right now on StubHub, Taylor Swift is here next week. And if I wanted to buy tickets to her Friday show, the tickets are running about $1,300 each. Hmm. Wow. Wow. I know a lot of people are waiting until the last minute, Mm. and that dynamic pricing goes down quite a bit. If it's like 10 minutes after the show Mm. starts, people just want to sell the tickets. But then you're running the risk of somebody with fakes out there, too. That's what sucks. Well, I I know. Look at this. And then you get there, and it's like, oh, doesn't scan. You're out. StubHub is... But if you verified, yeah, it's verified through StubHub. Oh, yeah. So like I would do that to go see Taylor Swift if I like didn't have anything going on next Saturday. And I just was like, hey, did the concert started 30 minutes ago, but it'd be kind of fun to yeah, be like, I went to the Taylor, on time anyway. Taylor Swift concert. And then I would just go. For if, it was, if it was certain venues that have large parking lots, people are actually tailgating, mm-hmm. and it, even though they don't have tickets, and it's become kind of a little community. Listen to Taylor Swift outside the stadium, and you know if that's the accessibility. I mean, that could be a, a possibility, and that's controlled chaos if everyone is prepared for it too. You know? Yeah, I guess around like a couple hundred people have been outside of almost every single venue of the Taylor Swift concert, listening and singing really? and stuff. And no. I. Have, I have a friend that has tickets to the Friday show and she was talking to me about it and she's the concert starts at 6 30 p.m and she's like I want to get downtown at two because people are saying that it's taking three hours to get into the cities of where Taylor Swift concerts are happening and I'm See, like if you paid how? me thirteen hundred dollars I wouldn't do that <clears throat> How? How is it taking three hours to get into the city? I mean, I've been to Vikings games. People want to get there early to buy merch, and the merch tables open early, and that has become a situation as well. Oh, yeah, and merch tables. I mean, I've been at merch tables of not super popular people, and it's like a 40-minute wait. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's we'll just where you pay fifty dollars for a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's you should be, you should have a hand the trading of friendship bracelets. I know it sounds crazy yeah. if you're not a Taylor Swift fan, mm-hmm. but people are making bracelets and they're spending the time before the show and and um, trading the bracelets. And people have them all up and down their arms. Like I've even seen the cops get into it, and they've got their own mm-hmm. friendship bracelets. <laughs> I don't see. I don't care about openers. I usually am like I want to get there after the opener. Because then it's not All so the chaotic. Yeah. 
But and she, I don't know. Gracie Abrams is her opener one of the days here. I think just one though, and mm-hmm. she has different openers all oh. the time. I don't know. Now, talking about teen idols or whatever, and I don't know, Kristen, have you watched The Idol on Max? Yes. What a sleazy show that is. Oh, oh, what's nice. that? It's sleazy. Sleazy. Well, it is. It is. You need to take a, a shower after watching this show because it's so <laughs> it is. It so takes disgusting. the goodness of like what Euphoria does and being edgy and just downgrades it. Oh, it's well, it's about uh, it. It's got to be Britney Spears, right? I mean, th- to me, it's like this has got to. My, my oldest daughter and I are watching it, and that's a very uncomfortable situation. Um, but yeah, it's Johnny Depp's daughter who is really good <laughs> in this role. Uh, she's a, an idol uh, singer. Uh, again, I think she's akin to Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And then she meets this club owner played by, and I, I heard of this guy. I've never heard his music. Didn't know what he looked like, but The Weeknd. The Weeknd. Yes. It's, it's no E-N-D. It's just The Week N-D. Yes. Okay, so it's like, what's the fascination with this guy? Well, apparently he's got enough clout to get this series made, and he plays a sleazeball. Oh, it's just a disgusting <laughs> show. And I know... I generally I don't pay attention to what you know critics have to say about anything, but it seems to be uniformly people are hating this show. Yeah, Is what's that it called? true, Crystal? Yeah, it's it's really not, and I think because it's by the same creators, Euphoria, everyone had really high hopes for it, too, um, because Euphoria is very well done. Zendaya is incredible, and it, the supporting cast is great in it, too. And um, there was such a hype around the weekend, and this, this premiered, actually, at Cannes Film Festival before it yes. landed on Max, and... It was panned there. It's been panned once it, you know, started here in the U.S. And it's just, it is, it just feels really, really slimy. And you're like, do we need to have it at this level? Because I think you could do a really good series without this. It doesn't need to be so edgy. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And and it's interesting because it seems like we're getting used to saying Max now instead of HBO Max. Right. I never understood why they switched it because when I hear Max, I think of Cinemax. And I yeah. think of Skinamax. I'm thinking, you know, the idol would probably play well on Skinamax because yeah, it would have been a great Red Shoe di- that, that that boundary right there. It would have been a perfect Red Shoe Diaries uh, storyline, honestly, back in the yeah. day on Skinamax. But it is so sleazy, and I, you know, it's like one of these things. I watched the first episode. I thought, you know, I could take it or leave it. So I thought I'll give it one more chance, and it gets worse. It's just what's, a disgusting. What's Johnny Depp's daughter's name? Lily Rose. Lily, Lily Rose. Rose. Yeah. Why, with all of her connections, is she doing something like this? Nepotism. Wants to be edgy. Wants to, you and know, it's, it's big. I mean, look what Euphoria did for Zendaya. I mean, it, re- oh. it brought her two Emmys okay. and has brought her critical acclaim. And it's one of those situations where Lily Rose has always just been known as Johnny Depp's daughter. And I think she's looking to make a name for herself. Yeah. Yeah, well, what do you what do you think of her performance in it? She's good. She's very good. I, I would like to see her in something else. I, I yeah. just feel like this isn't this isn't the big breakout show that I think she was hoping it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, and, and I read about it at Cannes too, where it's not good news when you know generally that's the splashy openings, and unfortunately, I haven't seen it yet. I'm seeing it this week, but uh, Indiana Jones didn't quite uh, have the the big to do that they were hoping I for. heard it's not very good. 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it opens on the 30th. I'm seeing it later this week, but uh, that's not good news. I mean, considering this is Harrison's last turn, you know, you want to have you go out in a blaze of glory. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. And for someone who doesn't love doing publicity, he is doing a huge publicity push for this. Uh, He's on the cover of People this week, which is pretty much unheard of. If anyone understands how reticent he's been about the media in the past. What was yeah. the show that he's he's on on Apple? Uh, Shrinking. Shrinking. Yeah, we liked it, right? We liked the first couple of episodes, couple of and episodes, then the yeah. writing just went into sophomoric. Blech. It was just yeah, terrible. Yeah, I don't know. We stopped I watching it, was, it. I thought it was really funny. Really? He's, Not like the yeah, sophomoric stuff. But oh, it just I thought was it endless was endless for like the. I think it was the fourth episode. We were like, really. Yeah, there were a couple episodes where I was like, hey, oh, kitty. move on with this stuff. Yeah. But, he's he's kitty. an incredibly tough interview. I've talked to him a couple times on the phone. And I've just kind of come to learn that if he has an affinity towards the project he's promoting, he's a little more open. Now, mm -hmm. the first time was for a movie called Firewall, which sucked. The movie sucked. and you can. <laughs> but I mentioned oh, Indiana up. Jones at the end. And then he's like, eh, you could just feel that his spirits are lifted or whatever. That was just before Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was... Um, you know, coming into play. Um, but the second time was for 42, where he played Branch Rickey, and he was very excited about that role. There was talk of a possible Oscar nomination for him, a well-deserved <clears throat> one it would have been. Didn't happen. But you could tell he really, really loved that role, and that made a big difference. Now, still, it's everything is like this, every answer. But, you know... <laughs> It's not the one or two word answers that, you know, I got instead of, you know, you, you get a film that he likes. And it's a, a whole new ballgame. So I'm, I haven't been watching any of the interviews, Kristen, for or read anything. So I don't know how if he's being really jolly in his interviews or I mean, I think if he thinks the film sucks, he's not going to be too open about it. I feel like he's being a little bit more open with this one. And the fact that he's kind of like opening the door to his marriage to Callista Flockhart, this is mm. something we haven't seen from him. Um, he really keeps his personal life like off the radar. And the two of them have really been just kind of like letting people in gently, you know, um, not, you know, opening the door wide. But I do think that he... Even if it's not the greatest Indiana Jones film, I do feel like he has nostalgia towards the role and the franchise. Mm -hmm. and that's why he's making a push for it. And and I'm holding out hope. I mean, James Mangold is directing it, and he is a terrific director. Uh, his last one, I think, was Ford versus Ferrari, but uh, he's also done 310 to Yuma, uh, the, Logan, and, and Wolverine, the, the Wolverine. He's a terrific director. So it's like, geez, what are people not liking about this movie? So it's going to be, I, I, I'm going in with lower expectations, which is probably a good thing. Probably smart. I think everyone just holds the, the first movie as the gold standard, you know? Right? It is. It really it. is. And you know what? My youngest son and I watched that again recently, and it is such of a great movie. At it holds up. 81, is it? 80 or 81 and it came out. Yeah, it really does hold up. It really, and, and the, the, the screenwriting, everything, it's so smart. You know, it, it, you know, for an action adventure movie, it really is a step above most of the stuff out was well, certainly out there now. But back then, it, it's a terrific, a classic film is what it and is. And my favorite Disneyland ride. 
if anyone's oh, been on it. Yeah, yeah that what the right you mean with the guy, the stunt spectacular, the boulder rolls down. No, so in Disneyland, we have an oh, actual Disneyland. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have an actual ride. Not we don't have the stunt show. Um it breaks down a lot, which is annoying, but it is one of the most fun rides at Disneyland. Really? Wow. Yep. That. How sweet. We've only got three minutes left, and I need to get uh, all of your take on this. I'm asking six people right now. The Denver Nuggets won their very first NBA championship yesterday, correct? Oh, yes. News sure. to me. Okay. How did the city of Denver celebrate their uh, first NBA title ever? Went out and smoked a joint. Right. Nope. Burning the Kristen city down. Burt knows. They shot ten people. Oh, <laughs> Well, what? destruction is kind right. of going down that same path. It's just it's unbelievable. The of life. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Ten you know what people I thought in of a the, mass shooting. Tom, when I thought about it, I thought, God, you know, there there is hope for the Vikings. I mean, this franchise has been around for forever, decades, four decades, five decades, at four, I think. But yeah. they won. So I, I thought of Vikings. But honestly, I didn't go there. I didn't. I thought, yeah, maybe there's crime, but I didn't think shooting. It oh, was this. Uh, yeah. See, I She's thought everybody, going, I thought well, everybody was this. all yeah. mellowed out yeah. from smoking reef. I and just, it's not a dance move. Yeah, it's like, it's super sad, honestly. It's really sad. Catherine, did you allude to reefer madness there? Yeah. I mean, who did? You Me. said smoking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome what to Minnesota, to baby. Cars? One up soon. So it was a mass shooting? It wasn't like Chicago where you had individual shootings? It was a mass shooting? Well, it, it says mass, mass shooting. shooting, yes. Yeah, mass shooting well, it mass can, can mean a lot, a lot of things, things though. Nowadays. Yeah, that's I think true. it's four that's plus. True. Yeah, it's most I likely I think anything gangs. over three is considered mass. Nope. It's probably it's one gang open fire on another gang, if I had to guess. Probably. That's, that's, what, make sure that's what 99% of mass shootings are. Oh, so it might not necessarily be tied into the Nuggets one. Oh, it definitely was. They, oh, you think this so? Story really? Is tying it right it wasn't in. an isolated thing apart from the, they were. Yeah, so I think it was happening in the street people. celebrations. You know, as everyone yep. goes out, I'm like, just yep. burn a car or something. Like, don't yeah. shoot people. All right, Andy, and I don't got... recommend shoot uh, burning a car either. But I was no. like, that's the lesser of two evils. Andy, would you do me a favor and play me some audio? I can try. Can just you go anything. on Newser? Go on the site Newser. Mm-hmm. AI's latest trick. Do you know what AI's latest trick is? I'm not keeping up with AI. Oh, no thanks. AI has written a Beatles song. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I want to hear it. Interesting. Yeah, I want to well, hear it. Well, they're not going to release Actually, McCartney is involved with this, and they oh, are really? going to release one final Beatles song. And it's funny, the news story didn't mention George Harrison, but they did mention John oh, Lennon. Really? But mm. it, it is going to be released. But just, uh, yeah, if maybe. There's like an unofficial AI thing. Yeah, a lot of people I are actually playing with listened it. to Paul McCartney singing Billy Joel's My Life through AI. Oh. And John Lemon, Lennon, Lemon. John Lennon. Don Lemon. Uh, yeah, Don Lemon. John Lennon was the harmony part on oh. My Life. So it sounded pretty cool. It sounded it was in the style of McCartney. And maybe Billy wrote it that way. Oh, but I wouldn't doubt that there's AI Beatles songs out there right now. This is a dangerous step. Dangerous it step toward really uh, no actors. It's got AI. Oh, they just want to. They're just going to make their own avatars. Yep. They can and the AI will change them every film. And or if you get someone they really like, oh, dangerous thing to allow happening. I tell you what. If what the SAG strike? If it does happen, that is one of the key points. 25 years ago, I cut a commercial for a, it was a national commercial, yeah. right? 25 years ago, this was. Uh, a couple of days later, I'm driving in my car and the commercial came on the radio. 
it had a line on it in my voice that I never said. Oh, I've heard that. It sounds that is, weird, though. Does it sound weird? Yeah, it sounds different. Yeah. Oh, does you it? Could it sounds like then. Robo Dad. I don't know. If hey, you Alex, know. get out of bed and go to school. <laughs> did they Andy, piece did you find together anything? words you've said over the years? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it was probably. weird. Yeah, probably. Uh, no, the audio does not exist. So you know, they not haven't yet released the audio yet. One of the. But if um, you if you went to YouTube and typed in "My Life McCartney," you can hear that version. Somebody did it with AI, where it's McCartney singing "My Life." Unbelievable. And and John is and it sounds just like McCartney, a younger McCartney maybe, mm-hmm. but McCartney and and uh, Lennon singing on "My Life." It's crazy. Mm. If I can find it, Tom, I'll text it to you or something. Sounds but great. yeah, it's it's gonna it's already changed things. And again, it seems to me that McCartney is embracing the technology in so far as let's do one last Beatles song right. where we can bring John back via AI. Interesting thought with regards to SAG strike is that if they go on strike, it's conceivable that that will push people to start using AI and just let them be on strike. Hey, it, you know, you're absolutely right. It happened wow. when we went on strike for the commercial strike. Everything went non-union, and a lot of things stayed non-union yeah. after yeah, the strike was resolved. Yeah, there's always yeah, consequences right to a strike. There's, uh, All right. Yeah, and we are only just, uh, I mean, we've only got two more weeks until uh, we'll know whether SAG is going on strike. So. All right. One hell of an hour, I thought. Covered a lot of Maybe ground. Maybe feel more like a boomer, I tell you that much. Yeah, and there's no question about it. I'm going to go take a nap now. We'll talk to you later. Good. Bye, kitty. Kitty. Bye, kitty. Kitty loves you, guys. <laughs> talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right, Tommy, we'll talk to you Friday. Everybody next week. Sounds great. Bye-bye. See ya.